This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You can really whistle. Thank you, Matt Belanger. I can't whistle. I could do the basics, you know? Like, that wasn't even a good one. Was that for me? But you can't do, like, the concert whistle or the get over here whistle. No, like with my fingers in my mouth and, like, no. You know what I can't do? Snap. No. My fingers just aren't made for it. That is funny. I know, I don't like it. Wow. wow, sorry to hear that, Rocco. You're I, a I warrior, my... man. Yeah, I know. Thanks. I press on. <laughs> well, that's what you got to do. One foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, you and I both had colonoscopies within a couple of days of one another. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. Okay, I made an intro for it. Woo-hoo. Of course you did. I had a colonoscopy clean as a whistle. They wanted a butt doctor recap, and we said no, no, no. <laughs> but let's do it anyway. Because well, you, you gotta get checked out, people. It's important. It really is. How did Rocco? I'm so glad to see you. How'd it go? You know, it was good. Um, thank you for the magnesium citrate. Yeah. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm glad I had a spare bottle There's around the house. There's a recall on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because some of them were contaminated or something. Anyways, um, <laughs> I hope I didn't there give you is a, a workaround. Bottle. Bottle. No, there is a numbers. workaround for it. I think. Okay. Uh, and you know. Uh, instead of this magnesium citrate, they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, just take another clear laxative or take oh, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, you know. see, and mine was, I had to go to the pharmacy, pick up the prescription, right. get a big jug of Go Lightly. See, you and I had different uh, preps. preps. We did. I had two. I mean, this is so weird to talk about, but it, it's a public service, people. It, it is. I took, you know, two over-the-counter Dulcolax, mm-hmm. and then I mixed a bottle of Dulcolax with 64 Mi- ounces Miralax. Of- you mean Wait. Oh, yeah. No, Miralax. is that Miralax? Miralax. Wait, you didn't... Dulcolax is like a pill. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. You had two of those. And, and then two of those. And then I took uh, a powder, a bottle of powdered Miralax, Miralax yep. dumped it in with 64 ounces of Gatorade, yep. Yep. drank yep. it, oh, that drank amazing. eight ounces every 15 minutes mm-hmm. from like four to six on Sunday. Oh, wow. See, now I did. Okay. Um, I had this Go Lightly thing. Had to put the put water in it, shake it up, mm-hmm. and then drink half of that the night before, okay. half of it the next day. Okay. That's like all, after taking four pills. All at once or spaced out like every so Every often. 10 minutes. Yeah, like, we, okay, yeah. That's, I got to a point where I went, I'm just I'm just going to down as much <laughs> as I possibly can. I'm not waiting 10 minutes. Yeah, a lot of people were telling me that the things they had to drink were terrible. I did not really suffer from that it wasn't yeah. great but i'm not like oh that's the most disgusting thing i've ever right. did you yeah. mix it in gatorade or something yes i yeah. did so, and i and drank it couldn't be gatorade red. 
separately. Right, right, I had to drink red. the w- kind of creamy white one, which is weird. Ew, but creamy. You know what I mean? It's kind Gatorade's of Gatorade's not supposed to be creamy. I know, but it's kind of an off-white. It's uh, yeah, Ew. frost. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. Anyways, um. You know, it was interesting. You, you know, just, they put me under, and uh, yeah. I woke up, and my wife was there, and they. My yeah, wife yeah. actually said I was talking like slow jam. Oh my god, I love <laughs> it! Because the doctor was like, "Yeah, but you could probably use more fiber," and I was like, "I just bought some Metamucil." Oh my god! <laughs> How much should I take? Oh my god! And my wife's making fun of me for the things I was saying. And I'm like, I do not feel that out of it. In fact, I was awake towards the end, the, like the last maybe 90 seconds. I could literally feel ah. what was happening, but it didn't hurt. Okay. I'd yeah. imagine it's kind of like, you know. And you had mentioned that before, that numbed. you had a hard time going under I last time. I felt it, like pain, Okay, wow. as in cramping mm. and and. I was like, stop, 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 but stop, you're, stop, But stop. you ha- you know yourself, and you know that you often need more because yes. you don't go under easy. So I told them, survivor. and I didn't you're go under, under. It wasn't anesthesia or anything like that. It's fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. You know? I did. See, we had different procedures. Yep. Mine was- I just had a relaxant, basically, and I'm like, I want to be put under. They go, yeah, that's not the goal. Our goal is just to keep you comfortable. And I'm like, well, it would make me comfortable if you put me under. No, you should go to my place. And yep. In fact, it's like 60 steps from here. Well, had I known. Um, But yeah, (laughs) my wife actually said they were kind of complaining that I wouldn't wake up. Like, they're like, what's the deal with this guy? Does he he need a nap or something? (laughs) Are you sure you had, did you have propofol? I do not. That sounds right. Yep. Okay. And That's I had fentanyl. I had. That's okay. What I had. Listen, a public service announcement about this related. Do by it. the way, it's nothing. By the way, do it. It's you need to do it, especially if you're at that age, but also if you have a family history, of you're going to want to go younger. Like I did at 38. I had just, I just had my first one the other uh, month, and um, I didn't realize this until I did a little research. But if you're going for a screening, if your doctor recommends a screening colonoscopy that word's really important for billing purposes screening that is required this is good information by federal law to be zero cost to you out of pocket that's so important now um the, the other version of that is diagnostic so if you have some symptoms and you go to your doctor and they want to do a colonoscopy just check and see what's going on because you have a symptom or two that's n- not what i'm talking about but if you're just hey you're of age and you need to go get screened you need your screening colonoscopy it must not cost you anything wow. it is federal law so that's on your side for this so that's great. Not, not only should you do it it can be free if you're just getting screened okay there you go. thank you by the way, can I just, I, I hope I didn't scare anybody away by saying that I felt it wasn't like, <laughs> no, oh my no, God, no, I'm no. dying. So, um, if, if you're one of those people who needs extra time, like at the dentist to get, it takes you longer to get numbed or whatever, just yeah. tell just tell your person ahead of time. Oh. Uh, I had no problems whatsoever this time at all. It was great. Mm. It was great. And I don't have to go I back. I had for- a colonoscopy clean as a whistle. <laughs> they wanted a doctor recap and we said no, no, no. Let's do it anyway. I thought oh, you were yeah. done. Sorry. That's no, it's okay. okay. I, I was, was just going to say up. it was it was um, it was good, and I don't have to go back for seven years. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Good night. Yeah, they, I guess the other uh, re- way to tie a bow, uh, a bow on it is to say that we we're both healthy, and, and yeah. I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Oh, you're my buddy, Boo. Uh, okay. How is your buddy, Boo? Are we talking about it? Um, I talked about it a little bit in the first hour. Okay. He's he's out of it. He's bumping into walls and falling. He's drugged right now, mm. but. I think he'll be okay. I don't know. He's got a degenerative. He has a degenerative uh, spinal 
condition, mm, buddy, buddy. which I don't know. I don't know if in its worst form, it can result in paralysis right now. It's mild to moderate and he's 11 years old. We'll I'm just keeping how, him comfortable right yeah, now. So. And, when that's, and you did the right thing yesterday by taking him to the vet. And thank you. Not being here. It's okay. It's okay. And thank you for covering. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, well, do no. we have time just to sample a real, real quick, uh, a new Springsteen cover? Yeah. He cover so he's doing a bunch of covers. Um this one is Night Shift, if you remember this song, Rocco. Oh, I for sure do. And I played it on uh, Lori and Julie on Friday. Um because I when I heard Springsteen was doing a soul covers record, I assumed it was all gonna be fifties and sixties. Me stuff, too. Kind of from his childhood. But this is from the eighties. This is a song I remember well. Me too. Wanna hear it? Yes. Okay. Okay, now I, I can't like remember who uh, originally did it. That was the Commodores. Commodores. Oh, and it was yes. a song about, uh, the first verse is about uh, Marvin. Marvin. That's He's, right. They're basically singing to soul singers in heaven. Wasn't Marvin Diana Gaye. Ross on this song? I thought she did. I don't remember she was. that. Okay. Uh, but, and then the second verse is about Jackie Wilson. Okay. I don't remember if there was a third verse. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I don't. There's a teeny tiny bit of me that feels a little cheese factor in it, but I could get over it. As we sometimes do on Tuesdays, we do the cover story. And a lot of artists, when they hit a certain age and they kind of run out of ideas, they're mm-hmm. like, let's do a covers album. Remake time. Yeah, or a Christmas album. Right. <laughs> or a Greatest Hits volume 14. Yeah. <laughs> so, I liked it. Right. It was get smooth. It's easy listening. Yeah, exactly. Good. Okay. And I remember that song and I love it. Uh, we got a little food news when we come back on the Donna and Steve show. Uh, apparently, Wendy Williams is opening a restaurant and says uh, this is according to a food writer. Huh. And also, we're going to tell you the celebrity who is banned from a few New York City restaurants. You're not even going to believe who it is. Stick around. We'll be right back with that info next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve is out. Matt Belanger is in. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. We are also joined by the one and only DJ Rock Live. <laughs> Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Okie dokes. Do you want to start with the person who's been banned uh, from yeah. a few New York City restaurants? I can't believe this. So James Corden uh, getting uh, getting in trouble a little bit. Apparently, uh, he was at um, a fancy Manhattan restaurant, Baltazar. I don't know if I'm saying that properly. I think so. But uh, it's owned by... Um, Oh, Keith McNally, and 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 he has several groups, groups, uh, restaurants in his group, I should say. Yeah, a couple of them. Um, but uh, apparently, Corden found a hair on his plate in his meal, and um, you know, he kind of apparently wasn't nice to the waitress. I mean, that this is what it boils down to. It was it was very rude and mean, uh, threatening to write a nasty review, demanding drinks because of what happened. Um, and, uh, you know, it may not have been the first time some say that he's lost his cool in a restaurant in this way. So there was a, there was a moment where uh, uh, McNally, the, again, the owner of this restaurant was like, well, then you're banned. Don't come to my restaurants. Yeah. And he was Stay like, away. mean to the staff. I guess his yeah. wife wanted. I've never even heard of this. Have you what? an egg yolk omelet? Ew, just the yolks, yeah. not that one-out well, whites. But. Right, and she, I, we're getting a little echo here, so that's why we're like... Yeah, and by the way, you oh, guys... somebody's not muted. Did why. you see the um, uh, link I put in the grid? 
Uh, nope. Because there is some news that he has been forgiven. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes, we're getting yes, there. Okay, yeah. gotcha. um, Slow thank build. you. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure. Um, so, yeah, so what had initially happened was this this uh, restaurant owner put out an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. And he said, James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny cretin of a man. Ooh. And the most abusive customer to my Baltazar server since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. I often don't 80, I often, try that again, mm. I don't often 86 a customer, uh, but today I 86 Corden. Uh, it did not make me laugh. Here are two examples of the funny man's treatment of my staff. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, and this is a, a big thing, and I think it's, well, first of all, it does involve a celebrity who we know. Corden's obviously a big deal. But also, this restaurant in particular where this happened, this is where, like, the people go. You know, the celebs, and, I mean, th- this is where people, if you're somebody, you eat here. And right. so for him to be banned from, like, that kind of a place really caught the headlines. And and as Rocco just mentioned, uh, apparently Corden called McNally himself late last night uh, and mm-hmm. and sincerely, sincerely apologized. And McNally responded saying, hey, listen, you know, I've, he used more colorful language, but he says he's blanked up before too <laughs> in the past. Sure. And, um, you know, he believes in second chances. So, you know, he'll welcome Gordon again. And, right. you know, Gordon will be on his best behavior. Oh now. my God. He, this guy like laid it out though. I mean, this is a really lengthy Instagram post. There's manager's report number one. Wow. That's with the hair. Yeah. And then, Corden apparently was like, get us another round of drinks this second and also take care of all of our drinks so far. This way I ne- I uh, I write any nasty reviews oh in gosh. Yelp or anything like that. He said, maybe I should go into the kitchen and cook it myself. Yeah, like just what? mean. And then the second thing was his wife, you know, with the, with the omelet request. and just yelled at them. And Wow. Mm. They, I, I, the manager gave them free champagne, yeah, trying to smooth it over. You know, yeah. So I, guys, you know, you got to be nice. These folks are working so hard right now to take care of all of us. Whether you're at the fancy Upper West Side restaurant or not, you know, or even just down the street at your local favorite go-to place, these servers are busting it right now because you got to remember there's still the you know whatever happened and all of a sudden there are no workers to fill all these jobs right i mean this weirdness that we're experiencing post-pandemic so so many people are working so hard to get you your food to take your order to get it right you know the kitchen's probably short right just you know let's have a little grace for one another here and remember all that sorry if you are someone who's famous to that caliber you can't act like a child in public ever. Or ever. Why would you ever act like that? Yeah. I would never want my reputation to be tarnished if I were him or if I were me. Thank y'all. All right. This just in. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And, um, there is a woman who uh, runs a restaurant also in New York. And she... Wendy Williams loves the meatballs at this restaurant and said that she said to this owner um, to basically help her open up her own restaurant. So that's as far as this story goes. It's more of a headline than an actual story. But she apparently Wendy Williams got some time on her hands. So she is thinking about opening up a restaurant. Matt, I can help you out. We can do this live on the air. What are we doing? If you go into your where you are, your stream yard. I'm not in the... Oh, you're not I, in. I'm not even in there. Okay. It's, it's not me. I'm out. Bye. Okay. I don't know why. We're, we're getting huge echo in here, and so it's distracting. I'll go I'll go mute my thing. Maybe that's the problem. Mute your thing, Rocco. Sorry. It's your problem. I don't know if it was me or not, but I hope not. I hope it was. My problem. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm... SOS! <laughs> Anyway, SOS, which doesn't mean anything. I know. Real quick, can I tell you about dog beer? Please. This is cool. Um, so, actually, I've talked about this Friday, Donna, when you weren't here. Uh, Bush, the beer people, they have dog brew beer, like beer for your dog. Oh, that's kind of right? neat. And they, they announced a new flavor this time around, a special beer. Um, and uh, it's called. Boy, the printer was really out of ink for this one. It's called Turkey Broth, kind of. What? That's so not it's what it is. <laughs> turkey broth beer? Kind of. I mean, yeah, it's like it's like turkey flavored. Let's just say that. Whatever. That's besides the point. There's no alcohol in this or hops or anything like that. It's for your dog. It has all these actually we were looking at the ingredients. Probably probiotics and yes, stuff. Yes, it's like, like that. it's actually super healthy. I mean, oh to God. drink this, but it, your dog would love it. But the thing that I wanted to mention today, the follow-up here is that a a a, a dog from Minnesota is featured on the cans. <gasps> a rescue dog from Minnesota. Is going to be on these cans. Kira is a pup from Purim, Minnesota, who won the Bush Bark Bracket back in March that they had, uh, way back in March. And um, so Kira, the dog, will be featured on the cans of this year's new flavor, this turkey flavor of this dog beer. Okay, that's a cute dog. Right? And uh, <laughs> a four-pack's going to cost you $15. You can get a subscription service if you want your pup to have a free-flowing dog beer um, and, and and this is very popular. So if you want this uh, stuff, you're gonna want to act fast because in 2020, when the when Bush released the first ever dog brew beer, okay, uh, it sold out in 24 hours. Amazing. So it seems to me that that's a topper, yeah. doesn't it? What do you mean a topper? Like a topper for your dog's food? Oh well, yeah, you could kind of pour it over. Yeah, that'll be good. Okay, cool. Hmm. Make it nice and moist. Ew! No! Don't. Ooh. All we're right. playing a game. Yeah, Do we're going to play a game. 651-641-1071. It is called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Here's how it works. You bet on me or on Matt. Guess correctly, you win a prize. Oh, hey. Oh, Sorry, guys. How's it going? Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Everything entertainment. That is Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. How have you been doing with the College of Pop Culture Knowledge in my absence? Well, um, did I think we played Friday with Miss Shannon. Uh, yeah. And I think that... I think I mean, she won. She won, but I wow. don't... But and I don't, then yesterday, Deep, yes. deep Tease, yes. uh, you guys didn't play. We didn't play yesterday, because oh, so Don I have, and I were figuring it out yeah. alone. Oh, yeah, that's my, a lot. 
I have in my hand yesterday's questions that I wrote specifically for yesterday. And oh, we'll just do it oh, today. Nice. It's time to go to college. college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do, in fact, want to see how smart you are, and I do want to wish a happy belated 60th birthday to a guy I uh, I enjoy, and I'm sure you guys, whether you know it or not, have enjoyed his work. His name is Mike Judge. Oh, sure. He, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. He celebrated his 60th birthday yesterday, so I'm going to quiz you on the works of animator slash writer slash director Mike Judge. Don't pick me. And okay. here, the person you're yelling at to not pick you on the telephone <laughs> is Kelly. Hi, hey, Kelly. Kelly, 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 Kelly. How are you today? Hi. Good. Good. What you up to today? Working? Running errands? Kind of both. So are you working from home? Uh, nope, I am actually in between work and just running some errands right now. Oh, excellent. Thanks nice. for making us part of your uh, your morning. Thanks for having me. All right, so Kelly, you heard the uh, the topic. topic, right? Do you know anything about this? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay, so who do you think will know more, Matt or me? I would like to go with you, Donna. Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye, Matt! Hey, I'm going to get coffee. Bye! Okay, oh, bye. he's going away. Okay, okay there goes see Kelly. you later. Okay, stand by, Kelly, 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 Kelly. Kelly. All right. I know. I'd, I'd try to do Steve's impersonation of Vin Diesel talking to Kelly Ripa. Hey, <laughs> no, Kelly, Kelly uh, Clarkson. Clarkson. I, yeah. I got it wrong. I'm You're dumb. Worst. Ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, yesterday was Mike Judge's 60th birthday. I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. Can you name uh, a movie he was behind? It was from 2006. It starred Luke Wilson and Dax Shepard and featured Terry Crews as President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. I'm going to say Chuck and Larry get married. Uh, Beavis and Butthead, which one was the dark-haired one with the ACDC t-shirt? Beavis. And a six-season HBO sitcom about technology startup Pied Piper. You want a name of that? Yes, show? I do. Mm-hmm. What was it on? HBO, six seasons. It was about a tech startup called Pied Piper. That is Succession. All righty. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Boy, Kelly. Bad choice. Let's go over these questions and Donna's <laughs> answers. We'll start with the first one. Mike Judge was behind, I think he wrote it, maybe directed it too. A 2006 Luke Wilson slash Dax Shepard movie. It featured Terry Crews as President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Do you remember that movie? Kelly? Kelly! Kelly. Yes. Oh, did you hear Rocco? I cannot hear anything. Mm. Oh, no. What's happening? I don't know. I can hear you. I just couldn't hear what he said. I'll turn my mic up. Can you hear this now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes? Hmm. Kelly? Yes? You can't hear Rocco? I can hear him now. Okay, good. Okay. I turned myself up a little bit. Why don't we just see? Do you want to change any of my answers? 
Okay. I don't think so. I don't have much to offer. Okay, no worries. All right, well, I'll no get worries. Matt. You guys chat. Talk All about right. the road. Okay. Anyway, what's new? <laughs> Not much. I was having a really hard time hearing you. So yeah, I don't know. We're here. You're the best of answers. Oh, okay. So we're 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 just we're having a, some audio issues today. I'm not sure. This what is not that's my about. fault, is it? Because I was mad because I my computer had was possessed by demons earlier, but it's fixed now. I hope we'll find out. Okay. All right. Well, we don't yeah. know how we did. I don't know, but you guys can hear me. Let us play. Kelly couldn't hear me very well, oh, but no. I turned my mic up, and I'm going to speak more clearly for you, Matt okay. Belanger. Okay. I'm going to ask you three questions about uh, director, producer, animator, Mike Judge. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy Let's birthday. go. He was 60 yesterday when Woo-hoo. I wrote these questions. but uh, he... A young man still. Yes, he's a, he's a very young man, Mike Judge. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. In 2006, he wrote and I believe directed a movie. Uh, it starred Luke Wilson and Dax Shepard. And it featured Terry Crews as President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. What? Can you name that movie? I have no idea. Pass. Okay, here's a 50-50 one. Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Which one was the dark-haired guy with the ACDC t-shirt? Oh, I don't... Oh, gosh. I'm just going to pick one. Uh, uh, Beavis. I don't know. And uh, can you name the six-season HBO sitcom about technology startup Pied Piper? I don't know. That I don't know, but can I go back to number one? I'm going to say, sure. I, only movie that comes to mind is Office Space. Okay. So, I, I don't know. I don't know the last one, sorry. Okay. What year was that? 2006. Also the same, <laughs> no, no, I meant the last question, but oh, I'm out of time. The other one, I, it was from recent days. Oh, okay. Well, that one I'm All right, here's lost. the deal. We're going to go over <laughs> the answers. Uh, the first one, the movie I was looking for was Idiocracy. Yeah, nobody knows that. It was a good movie, uh-huh. and people have seen it. <laughs> Number two, you guys had a 50-50 chance on this. No which idea. one's Beavis? Which one's Butthead? You both got it wrong. Beavis ah, was like the, the blonde curly hair kid. I just didn't want to say Butthead on the radio. Thanks. <laughs> oh, Beavis wore a Metallica t-shirt. Butthead wore the ACDC. Oh, you got that wrong. me. And then neither of you knew that there was an <laughs> HBO sitcom called Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. Did you lose all three, too? Yes. Which means we're going to go to a tiebreaker. I don't know if Kelly will be able to hear this, but I'm going to play it. Tell me if you could name this movie. It goes like this. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Um, Donna. It's Office Space. Oh. Uh, What were you going to say, Donna? Don't worry about it. (laughs) It was Office Space. space. I was going to say Spider-Man. No. good. I heard Peter. No, it's Peter because he's like, yeah, you're going to have to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, I'll play, I'll play it. Uh, basically, uh, Matt got a ride. Uh, Kelly loses a t-shirt. But uh, we're glad you got one right, and it goes like this. Hello, Peter. What's I didn't buzz in, happening? though. Um, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in tomorrow. So if you could be here around... Nine. That would be great. Great. Okay. Okay. It's also known for the where's my stapler? Yeah. He watches the squirrels, and I keep I often drop a PC load letter reference. Oh right. And that's like the error that they kept uh, trying to print the TPS reports. Yes. (laughs) Donna, have you ever seen Office Space? No. You'd enjoy it it. for sure. So I have a question. Um, But let's say goodbye to Kelly. You were great, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, we love you. Thank you. 
you. Okay, sorry, bye. Kelly. I I'm have a question. I'm sorry I didn't buzz in. I'm sorry. Fine. Um, is there? You don't get a point then. Yeah. Well, that, I don't care. Point. I don't care. It's Steve's point. Okay. okay. So. Um, is that <laughs> the? Was that the influence for The Office? That movie. Mm, let me. Because it's very similar. Yeah, in that it way. has the same dry tone. Let me look at the timing on that. Office yeah. Space was from 1999, and the British Office mm-hmm. was from 2001. Yeah, so no, he it probably well. was inspired by it that. It did well, and maybe yeah, led to that. Okay, interesting. Thanks, man. The guy, the guy in that movie. If you get, a, you got to rewatch it if you haven't seen it in a while, because the guy's like, oh, I invented an amazing thing. It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> And then you're like, you're supposed to stand, and, <laughs> yes. and he's like all excited about this. And everybody's like, just shut up. That is, that is very office. It was, it, yeah. You know. And we got an email from Rachel who says, <laughs> "Idiocracy" is actually a really good movie. Okay. okay. And where I fear we may be headed. Oh. Mm. <laughs> That's dun, fair. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Anyway. All right. Here we go. Time for okay. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right, this is kind of dumb, but I saw it this morning. The key to good sleep is stealing the four steps from a toddler's bedtime routine. Oh, and that is? Set a consistent bedtime. <laughs> 6 p.m. That That is For your me. bedtime, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, okay. it is actually. Because that, that really is helpful. Uh, take a bath. Mm. One or two hours before bed, that helps you fall asleep faster. Mm-hmm. Put on lotion. Okay. And give yourself a little massage as you do it, and that helps you to relax. And then do something quiet before bed. Like toddlers get stories or mm. reading time with yeah, their parents. Reading. Doing something that's quiet and calming can help you, too. You're welcome, everybody. Wow. Thank you. You know what happened to me for the very first time related to sleep recently? No. Because I'm getting older, my body's starting to fail me. Um, I never really understood as a young person, like these people who would complain the next morning, like, gosh, my shoulder hurt and I couldn't, and it kept me up all night. Like, I didn't, I never had pain before that would keep me awake. And now, guess what? My shoulder hurts and it's keeping me up at night. Yeah. I get it. I, it's, 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 I'm experiencing this now. Welcome I'm like, to oh, aging. I gotta lay on the other side. Hold on. Move over, Fisher. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fisher. Yeah. Which one's my buddy, Boo? You like Fisher. Fisher's Yeah, cool. the blonde one. I like them both. Yeah. But we bonded. The other one. The, the other one talks back a lot. You go yes. to if you move him while he's sleeping or when he doesn't want to get picked up, he goes. To, <laughs> he's, oh got a, he's like a groaning ball of fur. So cute. Finley. Uh, all right, we got to go. When we come back, though, I'll tell you what. I watched and finished a limited series on, I think it was on Netflix. Which one? I'm uh, not going to tell uh, you until we come back because I think you watched it too. And oh, I want to see it. You we... finished it? Yeah. I'm impressed. I think I finished it in a weekend. Good for you. It's really good. I'll tell you about it when we come right back on my talk. Friendly reminder, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, folks. My Talk 107 teaming up with Southern Lights to shed light on this very important issue this month. Make your appointment. Get your mammogram scheduled, other preventative care. It's so important. We've spent way too much time talking about colonoscopies recently, but mammograms are important, too. And uh, if you need some resources, uh, go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword awareness. And while you're booking your appointment, make your friends book theirs, too. 
Look out for your friends. This is interesting. I just booked my mammogram. Yes. Coming up in December, my cousin in North Carolina texted her, my sisters and I, and our cousin, our other cousin, and just yeah. said, hey guys, just want to remind you. Oh, that's really sweet. She basically said exactly what you just said. Exactly. That's so, good. so I was like, oh my God, thank you. I just booked it on Friday. So nice. appreciate well that. Thank you. Good night. I forgot where we are. I don't know. Oh, Which, oh, oh the oh. show, the show, the okay, show. Okay, so the show that I watched <laughs> is The Watcher. Uh-huh. On Netflix. It's Netflix. Yes. And I thought, I don't know why, I thought this was like a a super hero type of situation. Oh, wait, that's kind of weird. Or like a doctor. And you still watched it? Well, when I realized, when I saw the trailer, I thought, oh, this looks really interesting. Yeah. And it's kind of sort of based on a true story yeah. out of kind of my neck of the woods in New Jersey. And mm-hmm. it's about a house, basically. I love, you say? I love scary movies where there's a big old house as kind of the center of it. It is one of my favorite approaches. But this is so great, incredible that you just, you watched this on, you just decided to watch this on your own because I brought this up with Miss Shannon Friday and I was like raving about it. To okay. Her. So what had happened was I had my colonoscopy on Friday. <laughs> See? Uh, so on Thursday, I started it. My roomie and I were going to watch together and I said, hey, guess what? I need to stay upstairs and you need to stay downstairs. Close to the pot. Yes. <laughs> and I said, and we were going to watch two episodes and then meet together and then watch the rest. And yeah. I said, I am so sorry. I watched everything except one episode. You were going lightly and yeah. you needed to be a TV and a and Did a you know that this is like <laughs> knocked the Dahmer thing off the number one slot on Netflix? I did. Everybody's watching it. It is this it is really good. It is what did you uh love about it so much? I, I, I just think it kind of the plot sucks you in. The storytelling, the the way they tell the story is really interesting. You never really know who's a bad guy, who's a good guy. You don't know if this person is behind something or if that person. I also really loved the cast. Yes. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Naomi Watts, Mia Farrow. Um, who else that people would know? Jennifer Coolidge, of course. Oh, I that's love what her. got that's what kind of sucked me in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher McDonald. I mean, just so many people. Yeah. Um, it's. It's yeah. based on this real-ish story. That, well, yeah. It was a real story. I mean, it takes some creative license, I'm sure. Yes, probably make, a lot. Probably a lot. But this this happened to this family, and uh, and when you watch, you'll, you'll be it. It it triggers emotions in you because everyone can sympathize. You know, you you're putting it all out there. You're buying what you hope is your dream house, and let's just say it doesn't turn out that way. Right. Um, and you know, there's a lot on the line. And you you you're all the way through. I'm almost done. And you said the ending leaves you frustrated. Yeah, a little. I didn't love the ending. Okay. I'll accept it. It's fine. I, I almost want there to be another season. Oh, and you never know. And so, I mean, the story does pretty much wrap up but does leave a little I, I don't want to give anything away mm. but it's basically a scary movie but it takes you on a ride you know it's lots so- of twists and turns and you, you and what you think is you like anytime you go into a situation right you say oh okay i know what's happening here this is x this is why uh-huh, this uh-huh. is whatever over here. I know the lay of the land. And what this movie movie uh, series artfully does is it it establishes that 
and then it takes it and flips it upside down. Correct. And you're like, whoa! Um, and and that is what really takes you the emotional journey that you're going on. And and yes. uh, and it is it is very artfully done. I do like. It's what I like to. I talk about a lot. It's the it's the mental, not slasher, bloody, scary movie. That's the kind I this like. This is the heady kind of um, thriller type of mental scary movie. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, so. I love Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's fantastic! It doesn't matter what she and does; she pulls a, it off. A serious role, like because I mean, my thing with Jennifer Coolidge it's seared into my memory. Is I think it was it was it. Um, uh, Best in show? No, where she goes makes me want a hot dog real bad. Um, oh, gosh. White Lotus? No, that was in. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, with the the pink girl that goes to Washington or whatever. Oh, you know what I'm talking. I'm about. looking it up right now. It is Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Oh, oh yes, that's and right. She goes, oh, she was the friend. Yeah, oh, she yeah. goes. You look like the Fourth of July. Makes me want a hot dog <laughs> real bad. I mean, and, and that line is like my life. And I yeah, and she's. So, She's amazing. amazing. <laughs> She's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. And it's nice to see like that Bobby Cannavale in a different kind of role. It's because usually he's playing like, you know, your typical Italian guy who's, you know, in the mafia. Who ate all the gabagoo. Who the gabagoo. Hey, the gabagoo. <laughs> um, so he, it's different. He's playing like this, this like normal um, white collar suburban dad. Yep. So these are basically city people. Who moved into this dream house in, I believe it's Westfield, New Jersey, which is about 40 minutes from where I grew up. And it's amazing. It's this stunning house that would make your jaw drop just from looking at it. And um, it's not what it seems. The neighbors are weird. Yeah. You know, weird things are happening. And you think something happens to them. And then it. And then, and then it turns yes, out that's not the, bop, bop, bop. I, know, I mean, again, with the, the flipping upside down, it's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's How bizarre. Could... It's, 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 this is a Ryan Murphy thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah um, isn't that interesting? Both that and Dahmer, which are killing it on Netflix. Are killing it. Well, Dahmer's oh, a little more it. polarizing. Some people are saying like, oh, you know, I that's can't watch that. glamorizing. And that is talk about gory. That take, That's the other end of the spectrum. That's pretty gross and i don't i don't know how much they show of that type of stuff it's but pretty it gets pretty you've gnarly seen it? you're watching it? yeah we watched a bunch of it yeah okay see i can't deal with yeah. that there are a couple i'll times... listen to the story just like i watched the ted bundy thing sure. with zach what's his face yeah boy we're on a roll <laughs> what's that pink girl that goes to washington okay, my ted all of my bundy, friends are zach, all of my friends face? are texting me and they're going it's legally blonde you oh idiots <laughs> I thought you were like, Mr. What's-His-Face goes to Washington. I can't believe that pink girl that goes to Washington. According to this, pink the, girl. the Ted Bundy, Zac Efron thing is called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. Does that do anything for him? Yeah. Yeah. I, every time I see it, I go, I, I really need to watch this. Because, you know, I also lived through the story. Yeah. So I know the story. I just, just think Sometimes it's Ryan it Murphy, like, really... Pushes the... Too much. Issue. Like I tried yeah. to watch that Nurse Ratched, and oh, that, I liked that. That was disgusting. I can't watch. It. Oh, I, I'm going to turn on the TV and then just see somebody like sawing into someone's head. I mean, that's just not my jam. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Call me crazy, but that's not my jam. Well, listen, but I'm glad you love the Watcher, and um, fantastic. I, I'm, I'm going to well we'll finish. We will finish it so that I can just maybe even off the air powwow with you about oh yeah, yeah. i want to talk about this ending it know? does get a little frustrating it, i feel like it was in one episode too many okay probably could have cut an episode 
out. Okay. But then it just... It, Does it drag toward the end, do you think? You know how somebody, a little kid, will tell a story, and then he'll keep... Adding to the story, kind of like to me on the air it. here. Sometimes he does. So he does a lot of that, <laughs> okay. and I'm not a fan of that. It's like, okay, you could have ended it there. You didn't have to take it to the next level. Like, just leave it alone. Yeah. Rocco, does that do anything for you? No, I think you'd like it. Yeah, yeah, I really. Do. I also watched a lot of shows during my uh, colonoscopy prep. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. I, don't need watch? to talk. I watched Atlanta. Oh, I watched. I, I did watch. I moved forward in um, a reboot. Oh, I need to do that. I so like I'm reboots. on like episode five or so. It, you know, it's funny. It's got its moments. I like it. And I know Steve was like, we need to get rid of that Johnny Knoxville. Character. Well, that's because there's his subplot is all about dirty sex. Right. And but he, I Steve's think like, this is not acceptable in my I, household. I actually think it's he needs to be there. I yeah, think for you, sure. You absolutely need mm-hmm. that character there. Anyway, you should try reboot. I'm not going to yeah. recommend it. You're okay. not. I, okay. I think it's okay. Oh. Okay, I'll agree with you. Do you like? What do you like better, reboot or I love that for you? They're both kind of on my middling uh, phases, but I, like, I think I I'm going to move forward on. Yeah. I like that for you, just because I like that cast. Okay. But I guess I like the reboot cast, too. What's wrong with me? Okay, maybe you're, I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. You're my Only best because friend. Rocco doesn't like it. So I'm gonna, <laughs> that means I'll love it. So. All right. <laughs> well, I don't know what we have coming up. I'm not going to lie. I'll do a dirt alert. Woo! All right, let's start there. That yeah. sounds amazing. All right, Rocco's got a dirt alert, and then we'll have some movie news when we come right back on My Talk 107. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.